What would happen if you didn't do what you're currently doing at all? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up, what is up, what is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of Stop Being Slimy Learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman. And you? Well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or business owner, or perhaps just one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, and just start loving up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Hey, 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 that's why I'm bringing you this big episode today. Today, Adam Homey shares his reach system, why we need to know what we want to be when we grow up. We're going to turn rants into a book. We're going to stop sliming people's messenger inbox and so much more. Plus, I'm going to give you a sneak peek into next week's interview episode guest, who's probably the biggest James Bond fan out there that you will ever come across. As per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of personal, business, and marketing. G-O-L-D. So let's... Oh, man. And it's spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. Man, my eye teeth just tripped over my tongue and I couldn't see what I was saying. So let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family. Today's guest, as you probably already gathered, is Adam Homie. Adam is a speaker, author, consultant, and trainer with nearly 20 years experience working in a range of industries and supporting the growth of scores of small businesses and entrepreneurial ventures. He's been an entrepreneur since 2003, the very first year he aided in the book launch for a for and targeted toward the healthcare housekeeping industry. Over the years, Adam has owned a website development firm, a website conversion consulting firm, a podcast launch agency, before creating the Business Creators Institute and In Demand Expert. Phew, this man obviously keeps busy. Adam's business consulting focuses on organizational excellence by optimizing teams and creating efficient processes for virtual businesses with asynchronous teams with a little marketing thrown in there as well. Yeah, let's not forget the marketing. Adam is also the author, the author, the author of Groundhog Day is an event not a business strategy, as well as being a contributor to Journeys to Business, the Millennial Edition, both of which are international Amazon bestsellers. All righty, Adam, welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. How you doing, brother? Couldn't be better if you paid me a million dollars. You know, you should try it just to see what happens. You know what? I should pay you a million dollars just to watch to see if you would be better. Here's funny is uh, on my way up here to record this uh, tonight, uh, my wife asked me, you know, who are you talking to tonight? And I said, Adam Homie. And I said, so I get to say, and you know, you hear this all the time. What's up, homie? I don't she, play that. I don't clown around. <laughs> she actually thought you got cooler. You got cool points just because of that name. So. 
That's very kind here. of her. <laughs> very kind of her. Thank you. Absolutely. So like I was just telling you, I, I want to start off like I do all the time is giving you the chance to, I mean, this is all about you. I, I want you to shine here, but I want you to tell your story, the good, the bad, the ugly, the rights, the lefts that you've been through that brought you to where you are today and why you love doing what you do so much. Wow. That's a uh, very broad <laughs> question. Uh, so let me tell you a shorter version of it. Sure. We can branch out from there based on what, what inspires you. So, okay. So I was born in a, no, um, <laughs> I, I, where I want to pick up is right when I completed my MBA back at the end of 2002, I had a dream at the time of becoming a training director for a fortune 100 company. I, in the meantime, right around that space, I did get some interviews. I had a couple job offers. I ended up turning them down because I reconnected with somebody who had been a, previously a mentor to me. Mm -hmm. and this time, he owned a small training and development firm mm -hmm. and was looking for somebody to help him do various things around his various trainings and presentations. So I became basically a freelancer. Then I picked up another client like that. Then I found I had the opportunity to go get other business Next thing you know, I'm forming a limited liability company around this thing. Then I sat that I developed that slowly while I continued to sit at my job that I had taken while I was in MBA school, at which point I had been promoted diagonally. Mm -hmm. I didn't know then what I know now. If I knew then what I knew what I know now and knew what questions to ask, that would have been maybe three months max. But it was two years, so so be it. My business after I went full time with entrepreneurship in two thousand five took a few different forms as I moved into different industries. Here in 2021, I'm the creator of the podcast Reach System. But let's rewind a minute. I went through a three-year period where I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. It started right around 2015. I liked the clients I had. I liked the bespoke work I did with them. But I didn't really have anything to market or promote because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to attract. What kept me going for three years was being host of the Business Creators Radio Show, which enabled me to have 52 conversations per year, get involved in opportunities, and test some areas of business without having to officially declare myself in them. That's what's beautiful about podcasting is it serves as a networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding tool that allows you to shortcut a lot of the smoke and mirrors and the dance around turning prospects into transaction partners and then transforming them into customers. Mm -hmm. In 2018, I began doing these daily rants about things that grinded my gears, celebrations of things, some of the metaphors I use to teach business concepts. A friend of mine stopped by my Facebook profile, or maybe it was my LinkedIn profile. I don't know. I was cross-posting and said, you know, I love, I love checking in every morning with the Daily Adam. Okay, the Daily Adam. Well, I checked and there are a lot of Daily Adams out there. <laughs> However, I found at the time there was only one morning Adam and that one had been off the air for about three years. I did your standard trademark check, what have you, and I didn't see any morning Adams out there. So I had a little cartoon image of my face done. I put up a website called The Morning Adam. It was an extremely simple WordPress blog. The commitment was very simple. Anything I anything that was on my mind that day, I posted as a blog post. Anything that I put on social media is part of part of whatever inspired me that day. I transposed as a blog post. If I was commenting on somebody else's post and what I wrote I thought was really good and could stand alone, became a blog post. The end of the 90 days, I went back into the WordPress site, sorted these posts into categories, which then became chapters. 
I met with my business coach in the summer of 2017. We decided that we we're going to turn this into a book. I put it into a manuscript. I just needed an overriding story. He asked me, what was my driving motivation for creating this book, this product? And I told him about the journey of figuring out what I wanted to be when I grew up and my open-ended blogging that allowed me to explore that naturally without targeting a specific avatar. And then I made the comment that for these entrepreneurs, it feels like no matter what they do, they keep ending up at the same place and having the same conversations and trying to solve the same problems year after year after year. It's like being in that movie Groundhog's Day, except in hell, which, by the way, is a quote from NYPD Blue. And he said, that's it. Groundhog Day is an event, not a marketing strategy. No, no, no. This is not a marketing book. Okay, a business strategy. Bingo. So there's one more piece of this story. Fast forward to January 2018, and I had not made an ounce of progress on this book. Let me ask you, Tracy, what do you think is the best day of the year to launch a book that has the word Groundhog Day in the title? Mm, wait, let me think about that for a moment. How about <laughs> Groundhog Day? February 2nd. Right. So here I am uh, thinking I really want to get this out. And I'm, as I see it, I have two choices, one of which is to wait another year. Then there's another choice which is to rename the project and do it a little bit later in 2018 when I had more time, but I might not love the premise or the title as much. Mm -hmm. So you know what I did? I went with option C. I looked to the writings of Sir Richard Branson and said, screw it, let's do it. I banged out uh, the manuscript. I went through a process, which I'm happy to share with people offline if they're interested. And on February 2nd, 2018, literally flying right under the radar screen because it went active on Amazon just that morning, we got our international bestseller badge. And nice. that's Groundhog Day's event, not a business strategy. As far as the podcasting side of it, I've been involved in that for over 10 years now. I developed over time by working with real clients the opportunity to create my own system for launching podcasts. You and I have had several conversations about this in my group, Everything Podcasting, mm -hmm. which has been awesome. And... Uh, Ultimately, I put that, pulled that all together and I gave it the official name of the Podcast Reach System. And that's been the main focus of my expansive business energy for the past year or so. So I know there's a couple little things Ooh. there that I wanted to give you. I wanted to give you a few <laughs> things to latch on to so we can take this wherever you like, my friend. There is a lot to unpack there. I, I want to go back and actually I made myself a note early on in, in, in your, uh, in your, in your dissertation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in your, in your conversation about the podcast reach system. I actually made myself a note here to ask about this. So tell me about, I mean, here's the thing, you know, uh, I launched this particular podcast of gosh, July 27th of last year, and that would be 2020. And then I relaunched it just a couple of months later. Because I just didn't like how things were going. I saw a different direction and I just did the relaunch, which if I'd have done it right the first time, right, probably would have probably would have been better. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by your your reach system. Tell me what that's all about and hit me with it. OK, so the podcast reach system is based on the acronym REACH, R-E-A-C-H. So I'll begin by telling you what those letters stand for. The R stands for Represent, Reinvent, and Reverberate. This is about creating your own media outlet using the power of organic content, content, content multipurposing to take charge of the conversation with your community, market, and audience. So this is you putting yourself out to the world. The E stands for Engage. 
engage your ideal prospects, clients, customers, and business allies. So this is all about using podcasting as a networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding tool. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is I see folks who will attempt to make connections with their social media contacts. Let's say you and I just become friends on Facebook yesterday. And then next thing you know, I send you one of these long messages in your direct messages. You have to scroll five layers. Yeah. Me, 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 me. Can we hop on the phone real quick and schedule a demo? Thank you. All right. Then, (laughs) then there's, hey, how are you? Oh, God. Do I really want to have that kind of chat? Right. I don't need, I don't need, uh, I mean, you got to come at me with something better than that on a dating site, much less a networking (laughs) site. Come on. That's like hit me with the ASL from back back in the day, right? (laughs) ASL. These days it's HRU, which is basically typing HRU. How are you? Right. Or WYD, what you doing? Or <laughs> you're hot, got a pick. Oh my God. Right? <laughs> the, or, or, it definitely, could the, yeah, definitely. or it could take the form of, hey, I'd like to get to know my connections in depth. Any chance we can hop on a Zoom real quick? Yeah. So I can tell you what I'm doing and hope you volunteer yourself as a client. Right. Uh, or I could offer you, say, hey, I'm offering free strategy sessions. Would you like a free strategy session? Yeah, because I'm not going to pitch you in any way. And that's not going to put you in any sort of funnel. I'm literally just going to give away my stuff for free. Right. And if you believe that one, I have a beautiful bridge spanning the fabulous Las Vegas River I'd like to sell you. That million dollars coming to you. (laughs) Exactly. However, let's say I reach out and say, hey, Tracy, nice to meet you. Um, I have a podcast and was wondering if you might be interested in being on it. Who wouldn't say yes to that, right? At least yes to tell me more. Right. Which is why I say say podcasts have overall a 99% yes show rate. Yeah. And and that's what usually they'll say, well, what's it about? Which is the Uh opening of the opportunity for you to engage them in. Here's what it's about. And if you're you're reaching out to those, to your core audience, and obviously they're going to have an interest peaked in that. Obviously, that's fire. Yep. So let's get back to reach. R-E-A, achieve greater presence and make a difference. By hosting people as guests on your show, you credentialize them. Mm-hmm. And they use the fact that they're on your show to celebrate their own success within their own community market and audience. Plus, you get to show your audience as the host that you speak with some of the greatest people. And in the process of doing this, you transform influence and thought leaders into unpaid evangelists for your business and brand. Mm-hmm. Then there's the C. Close more deals and create the business and lifestyle you deserve. You persuade the prospects you have not yet met to see themselves hiring you to deliver your products and solutions and create their results. As I like to say, podcasting is about opening more conversations that close more deals, or lead, lead to more closed deals and expanded relationships and opportunities. And then Absolutely. finally, the H. And the H has a double meaning. Uh-oh. Harmonize with your market. That's the celebrity expert branding and become the hunted, not the hunter. We kind of touched on this already, but let's say I came to you and said, hey, Tracy, I like what you're doing with your with your business. Um, is there any chance I could pick your brain for a few minutes? OK, yeah. I, I see. I see you jumping out of your chair at that opportunity. <laughs> now, what now, What if I said to you, Tracy, man, I I love I loved your post about that thing the other day. I happen to have a podcast. I'd like to interview you about that if you'd be interested. There it is. Yes to that. I have an article on my website at thereachsystem.com that it has the title "Candidly Launch Your Podcast 
and get free business coaching. Mm. I just put I just put it out there that if you're in a situation where you need to network with people to gain information, asking them if you can pick their brain or hop on a Zoom real quick, well, what's in it for them to give their stuff away for free? Less than nothing. However, if you show up leading with gifts, leading yeah. with reciprocity, yep. leading with, I'd like to invite you to my platform. There is a good chance that the interview questions you ask them, you'll get more out of them than you ever would have through any brain picking session. The reason being is it's in your guest's best interest to show their really good stuff yeah, because it expands their reach and increases the chances of them getting customers with all their efforts. So in gaining from them something that you can't or won't pay for, mm -hmm. you give them the opportunity to monetize. Yeah, it's a sim it's symbiotic, and it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. It makes a hundred percent sense, and I, I I've mentioned a number of times on here that one of the biggest benefits, one of the reasons I'll probably not stop this podcast any soon is the reasons you just mentioned is being able to get on the horn or on Zoom with folks like yourself and any of the other. 80 plus uh, guests I've been lucky enough to have on this show to do just that very thing, to, to literally pick their brain, to let them share their stories and their insights and their wisdom and their processes. And you're like, oh, this is money. You know, people that, you know, could, would charge you hundreds, thousands of dollars just to pick up the phone to talk to you. You get on a podcast with you and they just like, there's, I mean, oh. Verbal vomiting. That just not, that's probably not a good yeah. picture, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh -huh. Right. Uh, yeah, and you bring up the networking piece of it. We want, they, one of the things I hear a lot in the launch your podcast, host your podcast space among my competitors is, well, you got to connect with influencers, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> so here's, here's, I like to tell stories. And this is, a, and, the, and the same type of thing has happened time. And time and time again, but I'm just going to tell the story of the first time it memorably happened for me when I was about six months into hosting my first podcast. One day, my assistant, uh, who has access to me via Skype, typed and asked me if I'd like to have Larry Winget, the Pitbull of Personal Development, on my podcast. And I said, "Hey, if you can, if you can make that unicorn jump out of the rainbow, right. <laughs> you know, it's like sign me up." <laughs> yeah. Anyway. About 20 minutes later, I get a message from her again on Skype. She says, check your email. Well, son of a gun, wouldn't you know it? Application to be on the show from Larry Winget, completely filled out, wow. scheduled, interview with Larry Winget, date and time. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Well, it tur turns out uh, she knows somebody who knows somebody who knows Larry. Mm -hmm. But here, here are a few points I want to make about this. Number one. I wasn't approaching him cold saying, hey, man, can I pick your brain? I was offering him something. Right. And, La and Larry is a Larry's one of the most giving, generous, supportive people out there. So being on a podcast, I mean, I can't guarantee everybody's results if you approach him. But I know in my case, we made the process easy and fun for his office to book him. The only thing we had to go back to them for is, hey, um, we actually do need you to give us suggested interview questions so we know where to go with this. Sure. And um, and I and I remember that his you know his his publicity manager wrote back to us and said, okay, here are the titles of his six most recent blog posts. Put a question mark at the end of each one, phrase it as a question, and there's your sequence. All you have to do is get him started, and he will deliver the goods. Nice. Dang it, were they right? So that's point number one, or actually point number two. Point number one is when approaching something, lead with reciprocity. 
the mm-hmm. opportunity to give them platform. Point number two is make it easy and fun for them. Ask for everything you need and nothing you don't. Point number three, and I'm going to bring this up, is the biggest value that you have from those types of influencer-type conversations, because Larry would fall under the category of influencer, pretty much how anybody would define it. Sure. I, mean, every, I mean, every time there's a news item where some politician or some celebrity or some anybody uses the phrase, grow a pair, immediately say, oh, I bet he read Larry's book. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's influence, right? That's influence. You're now listening to-, to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Absolutely. Uh, so the point being is the biggest thing that you will gain from those types of interviews is the ability to connect with people, networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding. So what did I gain from it? Um, I got to know an awesome guy. What did Larry gain from it? He got somebody who paid to attend his seminar three times. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling, I'm just telling Good. you that so- is, and not, and not only that, but me speaking about it led to a couple other enrollments he got as well. Sure. And there, and there, and for all I know, there was somebody out there who might have been on the fence about, do I really want to commit the twenty thousand dollars, whatever it is, for Larry's mastermind? Then they heard my story about what an awesome guy he was, and they said, "Son of a gun, that's who I want." We don't always yeah. know the influence we have. I had a situation a few years ago. I got an appointment scheduled on my calendar. Somebody went to schedule with Adam.com and booked an appointment with me. This is somebody. All they could say was they heard me on a podcast. Thought what I had to say was interesting, and they wanted to speak with me about the possibility of me coming to their organization as a consultant to move them from startup to revenue. Mm -hmm. To this day, they cannot tell me where they heard me, which means was it my podcast or somebody else's, and they can't say for sure what I said that piqued their attention. All I know is I closed a a mid-five-figure deal in two conversations, and that relationship is now on the sixth year. Nice. That's fire. To this day, this client and I are still debating this. She now believes that somebody personally referred her to me or Mm -hmm. referred me to her, however you phrase that. And it didn't have to do with a podcast interview at all. But I remember the original conversation. And when I said, oh, so who referred you to me? She didn't have a name. And she and I actually don't have a lot of mutuals, if you know what I mean. Sure. I mean, uh, so... What I think happened is I think I might have actually been on somebody else's show and the person who hosted me went all out and saying, hey, if you liked what you heard here, you got to go to www.schedulewithadam.com and book a call with this guy. Nice. And she's she's interpreting that in her memory as the referral she received. Absolutely. 100%. The point point being, I wasn't going looking for this person. I've actually been very interested for many years in the industry she's in and thought, Wow, might one day it might be fun to play in that industry. But I didn't know who she was before she reached out to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Uh, I hadn't heard her name before, even though she actually turned out to be a pretty significant name in that industry. Uh, I didn't think that oh, this is on my top ten avatar list or anything like that. But it happened because I was persistently consistent with my efforts. Persistently consistent. I like yes. that. So. Uh, uh, one of the things I, I, I hear inside of all of that is the power of podcasting, which you and I both know. We, we got our own shows. We help oh, other yeah. people with their, their shows. There's a huge power inside of podcasting. You've got this whole reach system that kind of helps break that down and to represent the engage, the achieve, the close, the harmonize, hunt, 
be the hunter, not the be the hunter, not be the, the hunter, hunter, not the hunted. Okay, good. I want to make sure I got that right. Yep. Anyway, but if someone's sitting there going, "Yeah, I just don't want to start a podcast," and they're thinking it's all this work, put aside that it's probably not right. We there are ways uh-huh. you can do it without a whole lot of work. What about the benefits of just being a guest, doing a podcast tour on other people's podcasts? Same benefits. Well, there are many, there are many reasons to do podcast tours if you're launching a business launching a book what have you Mm -hmm. uh, you should always consider a podcast tour when you have something to launch Uh, even if you're not out there pitching on these podcasts because you know you can't go to a podcast and say hey by the way i have a two thousand dollar mastermind program and let me tell you about it you can't do that however if you're doing a big launch of your big mastermind program and at the same time the market is seeing your launch sequence they're also seeing you on this podcast, this podcast, this podcast, this podcast, this podcast, and it all comes together at about the same time, mm-hmm. then they're looking around saying, where the hell have I been? And what rock have I been under that I haven't heard of this person up until now? Right. They're like, I, dude, I, I, this, I, I, this, I best sign up before I get left out. This dude's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's what's known as you're out of the blue guru. Uh, in our REACH curriculum, we've identified several reasons why folks don't have a big interest in hosting podcasts. And there are four main objections. Number one is the interview won't be about me. It'll be all about the other person. We've already discussed how podcasting is a form of credentialization. Hosting and managing a podcast or live stream is hard work and I don't have time. When you have standards, a system, and a process, and you use what I call the Clint Eastwood director style, which is about getting it done in one take Mm -hmm. and and putting your efforts not on the editing, but the preparation yeah. doesn't take much time at all. Right. How do I get listeners and downloads? Nobody's going to tune in anyway. That's another simple one. You don't focus on the listeners and downloads as the goal. You focus on that as the result of achieving your goals. Networking, client attraction, celebrity expert branding. I Thank need you. clients now, not a lot of jibber jabber. How many conversations do you think you could have right now with these clients now that you need by saying, hey, want to be on my podcast versus uh. Hey, um, any chance we could hop on a Zoom real quick? How are you doing today? Yeah. yeah how are you? Hey, hey, HRU, you're hot. Want to pick? <laughs> I don't even want to go where I'm thinking that one yeah. could go next. Let me, anyway. let me, let me, let me, let me add one more thing. And candidly, uh, I mean, we can pull open the curtain a little bit if you're okay. It's part of the reason I'm Please. on your show here today. Go for it. Uh, is the whole reciprocity thing. If you want to get booked on more podcasts, we're going back to your question. What about the guest thing? An extremely effective way to do it. And I have people who are now getting, in some cases, 10, 15 or more interviews a month as a result of what I'm about to share with you. When you host your own podcast, you increase the chance of getting booked on others because I can invite Amen. people first and then offer myself in, in mutual reciprocity. That gets me a lot of bookings right there. Plus, when you host your own show, it is assumed that you'll be a great guest in all likelihood for the following reasons. A, you're a host. You know what it's all about, so you're going to play nice. Yes. You're not going to be a prima donna, high maintenance, and you're going to be prepared <laughs> and ready because you know what it's like to be a host yourself. Right. So you're going to fulfill that. Second, if you're actually investing the energy in your new media presence it's a, and you're hosting a show, it's assumed you'll be a good interview guest. You're probably not going to get the, well, send us some samples line. Right. So I found that one of the most effective ways to get booked on other shows is to host your own. And we use the reach system. We can simplify what that means so that it doesn't take up all that much of your time. For both of my podcasts, all I do is sign off on people who want to be on the show and then interview them. That's it. 
everything else is handled by somebody else. And it takes on average 30 minutes to take an episode from raw recorded content to published live. That's about right. That, that includes creating the image. That includes any minor editing that might be necessary. Right. That also includes uh, getting it uh, loaded into audio and or video, getting it to Amazon, getting it on the website, allowing it to trickle out through the syndication networks. And voila, there we are. Bing, bing bang, boom. See, some, yeah. And the pro, I think the process part of it is huge. Anything, I think anything about business is you want to build yourself a process that works for you, right? And I may have yes. a process that's different than yours because of mm -hmm. how I like to do things. And, right. But as long as it's our process, I can just go kachunka, 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 bing, bang, boom, we're good. And we move on to the next one. Yeah. Here's one. And this is the one canned question because I know you you sent over this amazing couple of one sheets here. And there's there's one question that caught my eye that I thought, okay, the folks listening to this are going to want to hear this one. And this is the one here. And I'm actually going to read it straight off here. Please you say, do. You stated that the last thing business creators need or want is to get traffic to their <laughs> website. Okay. Now that one alone, out of all the ones you listed here, just, I had to read it like twice just to make sure I wasn't reading it incorrectly. What do you mean? I don't want traffic to my website. Talk to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people look at me like I had three heads declared the earth was flat. It's actually kind of an oval, by the way, it's neither flat nor round. <laughs> and also, and also state that uh, Monsanto is a leading proponent of organic food labeling. Uh, <laughs> I've also had somebody try and strangle me. There's actually a photograph of me with somebody's hands around my neck because I said that. I get boos. I get expressions of, well, well did your parents have any kids who lived? I mean, it goes on and on and on. <laughs> I have taken the hate. The traffic to your website. Everybody's talking about traffic to your website. Mm -hmm. Three-fourths of my competitors in the Launch Your Podcast space say, launching a podcast is a great way to get more traffic to your website. We hear this about webinars, teleseminars, live streams, blogs, vlogs, what have you. Sure. Traffic to your website, traffic to your website. And all those agencies promise traffic to your website. All those ad managers promise traffic to your website. It's pretty easy to get lost in that. So I say, forget traffic to your website. If you have it, get rid of it. Because what is traffic? Traffic is the reason I work from a home office, avoiding traffic. <laughs> website, what's a website? Could that be uh, Could that be like a sales letter? Could it be a blog? Could it be a webinar lander? Could it be a podcast portal? All these things can be a website, mm -hmm. and all of these things can be contained within a website. But that doesn't tell me anything about what the goals are and how we're directing our visitor to be enticed to take the actions we want them to take with us. Mm. So forget traffic to your website. It's out. Instead, we are pursuing visitors to our web page who are pre-qualified, prepped, and pumped, the three C's of website conversions. Mm. We're simply taking a concept and defining it more discreetly by renaming it. Gotcha. So everybody else is traffic your website, traffic your website, traffic your website. Saying, oh, no, 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 no. Forget that. Forget that. What you want are visitors to your web page. And then I demonstrate an awareness of let's not just throw the pasta at the wall and see what sticks. Mm -hmm. Let's get people on these web pages who need to be there, who need to see this message. And let's get them to a page that gives them an action they can take that they can quickly latch onto, thus moving them into what I call the website conversion conversation or also the sales conversion conversation. And candidly, since we're being open here, the invite to be on somebody's podcast can be that step one. 
Mm-hmm. So you have a page on your podcast website that's all about here's where you apply or here's where you schedule. And we're and we're taking visitors to that web page. Hey guys, we have five more openings on our podcast. Who's in? Click here and find out how it can be you. Takes them to the application page. Visitors to the website who are pre-qualified. So we tar- so we have that. Maybe we share with our social media friends. And if there are social media friends, it's for a reason. Pre-qualified. Prepped. The message in that post, let them know what's going on. You got five spots to fill. Could it be them? Pumped. They're saying, yes, I want to be on that podcast. Click, 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 click. Open, 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 open. <laughs> that is why you don't want traffic to your website. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That is money. And, and, you, and what's funny is it's that's not like a big difference, right? It's just a slight change in your language and your viewpoint. And man, there's such power in just taking something so small and, and, and shifting it that 10 degrees by flipping it from traffic to your website to, I want to get you a visitor that's primed and pumped to be on the page that you put them on. Yeah. It's simply a matter of renaming things. And that's one of the key themes of my book, Groundhog Days, an event, not a business strategy, and also the foundation of the law of the work I do. It's simply how we make minor changes to words that can lead to big difference. That's fire. That's fire. Uh, I, I, and, I, didn't, I didn't even say that correctly, and you still got it. I still got it. No, it's, this, is, this is money. I, I, could, I could hang out here and pick your brain, as we were talking about, for hours. But, but, see, but, be- see, but, see, but see there, uh-huh. but see there, that's exactly the point I was making. I'm happy to let you do it because you're giving me some profile. There it is. Candidly, launch your podcast and get free business coaching. There it is right there. I'm happy to spill my guts <laughs> because in exchange, you're credentializing me by adding me to your lineup. And yep. you're also giving me some platform and the opportunity for a sit down with your community, your market, and your audience. Hey, that's reciprocity one That's what it's right all about. There. Amen yeah. for that. All right. So I want to be mindful of your time. Again, Again, I could sit here and pick your brain for hours. But uh-huh. uh, all those folks that want to check you out, they want to learn more about the REIT system or the Business Creators Institute. Was it was an institute? I want to yeah. make sure you get that well, right. Yeah. Where, do, where do we want to send them to? Give me all the goodies. Okay. I'm going to, I mean, there's a couple different roads here and I'm going to let people pick what they want. Item number one is anybody who's listening or watching and there's something I said that inspired you enough, you feel it might be worth a 15 minute conversation, go to www.schedulewithadam.com and put yourself in. It's a very simple form. Uh, It lets you pick your time zone, your date and time you want to speak with me based on availabilities, find the nearest mutual one, and then ask you just a couple questions, real simple, and you can actually tell me what you want to discuss so I can show up ready. You don't have to check for permission on that or anything like that. As far as getting more resources, I give you two websites, one of which is www.businesscreatorsinstitute.com, which is about the business consulting side of things. Uh, My business consulting is based on the spring formula from inside my book, Groundhog Days, an event, not a business strategy. And I lied, three websites. The second <laughs> one is the, is the book, the, the the website you can go and pick up a copy of my book. It's uh, it's hot and ready on Amazon, but I'll give you a real simple link to get there. www.thegroundhogbook.com. That's www.thegroundhogbook.com. Option number three, if you are more interested in podcasting specifically, is I'm going to extend you an invitation. And Tracy, you're in this group, so you know it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Come to my Everything Podcasting community. It's on Facebook. It's free. Uh, just go to www.everythingpodcasting.group, not .com, .group. 
www.everythingpodcasting.group, and that'll give you a direct link to it. Otherwise, I have to say facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash 947. Now, group. Discover the reach system itself. That's an easy one. www.thereachsystem.com. Perfect. So I so I lied again. I gave you four resources. That, no, and that's I'm, all and, gold. And, and, and I don't know. And I don't know what you do for show notes or for um, descriptions or anything like that. But for those who are uh, listening from home or out jogging, I tried to say those things at a relatively slow speed a couple times, so it's easy for them to rewind and catch it, so they can type it in. Well, we'll definitely make sure the uh, all those links are down in the show notes, so people can just click right through if they are running. Uh, be sure to stop running, pay attention what's around you when you click through and check out all of Adam's goodness. Adam, thank you so much for coming in and dropping these gold nuggets here for us today. Any final words before we say goodbye? Well, the only final words that I want to leave folks with you know it's funny i was in a meeting once and somebody when they went around and did the round robin they said well i have nothing to add and then they went on to explain for 13 minutes why they had nothing to add (laughs) so i'm going to add just one thing and it's going to be a reiteration of a concept we said before i mentioned how when it comes to getting listeners and downloads for your podcast think of that as a result of your of achieving your goals rather than the goal itself and you'll get a lot further I want to leave you with one question. This is something we really didn't have a chance to discover together, but I want to share it with you. Folks, look at what you're doing every day, your process, uh, whether, or not you, whether or not you're following specific stepwise A, B, C, D, E, F, G, if you have rules and regulations in place or somebody's telling you that there's a right way and a wrong way, and ask yourself this question. What would happen if we didn't do this at all? I'll say that again. Challenge question. What would happen if we didn't do this at all? Now, that's mm. not meant to necessarily rule things out, although that is one of the effects. You'll find out pretty quickly there's a lot of things you've only been doing because you've been programmed or told they're necessary. But if you don't do them, nothing happens. So don't yeah. do them anymore. However, 100%. however, then the answer to that question might be, well, if we stop doing this, we'll lose our clients. If we stop doing this, we won't get a new client. If we stop doing this, we could have a technological disaster. If we stop doing this, our people might quit. If we stop doing this, we'll lose market share. Now, what you've done is you've shown the things that you need to put first and foremost. And maybe you need to do more of those things or you need to do other things to support those things. So it's not just a matter of wiping down the walls and a complete minimalist, throw everything away type of thing. It goes to a combination of minimalism and essentialism, which is about having everything you need, nothing you don't. Mm. So again, that question is, what would happen if we didn't do this at all. And and we're going to leave you to ponder that question for yourself and say, once again, thank you, Adam, for coming and hanging out. I definitely appreciate your time, brother. Tracy, thank you so much. We'll have to do this again sometime. Oh, 100%. All right, there you have it, my dark horse friends and family. That again was Adam Homey dropping reach level bombs on us. What resonated with you? Hmm? Well, let me share a few thoughts that resonated with me. Thought number one. What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> right? I mean, that was so cool. I mean, how many times have we thought about that? Adam admitted that early in his stages of his entrepreneurial journey, one of the key things that kept his brakes on from the upward trajectory of his business was the fact that he did not know what he wanted to be when he grew up. 
he had some clients, he had some opportunities that he could dip his toes into. Heck, he probably had lots more opportunities than he admitted, than probably could acknowledge or even admit to. But he wasn't sure what he wanted to be when he grew up. So effectively, his emergency break was still on, and this kept him from growing or it kept him growing at a far slower pace. I think the real issue for many entrepreneurs is just this, right? They don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they want to be when they grow up. So I want to dive a little deeper to this in episode 300. Oh my gosh, 300 episodes I have shared with you, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, episode 300, reasons to understand what you want in life. Thought number two. Rants to posts and posts to books. <laughs> Adam moves forward, moved forward with an idea with a little help from a friend of his, um, where he, his friend was telling him that he liked Adam's rants, where Adam took these rants and turned them into posts. And later on, he took those posts and organized them into a book. Now, here's the thing for me. How many of you out there over time have shared a wealth of knowledge, like 300 episodes of a podcast. I don't know, right? Maybe you've shared it via your posts, your tweets, your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, your snaps, whatever it may be, or maybe it's just the word of mouth. How many books with that information could you have filled or can you still fill? How many speeches could you give? How many people could you help if you took that time each and every day over, say, the next six months to a year and sat down? Or, hey, maybe you sit down for an hour or two every single day for the next couple of three months and you dropped all that knowledge into a book. Let me share some thoughts on this on episode 301, 301 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. This one is going to be called Reasons to Write That Book You Are Thinking About. And thought number three, stop sliming people in the messenger. Man, I am passionate about this one. Adam shared all those wonderfully slimy ways that so many people are using social media messenger inboxes to reach out. Right, we we chat about all those. Hey, how are you? Uh, we want to jump on a discovery call. I want to get to know you better. Would you like to zoom? And on and on. You're probably nodding and chuckling and probably saying out loud some of those examples that you have experienced. If nothing else, you're probably um, thinking them. If you haven't experienced them, count your blessings. But all of these. Truly impersonal pitch centric messages are, they're really focused on how to get you into their sales funnel to sell you their services before they even know a damn thing about you, about who you are or what you do or how you service your tribe. Now, if you happen to be one of those people, and I'm imagining the people that listen to this kind of podcast are not, but if you happen to be one of these people that are doing this, stop. Stop immediately. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Just stop. Actually, go straight to jail, okay? I think you should instead find a way to bring value to your prospect, to your clients, 
I mean, we could use Adam's example, bring them onto your platform to share their value with your audience. Then after you have built an introductory relationship and learned about them, what they do, who they are, what value they can bring. If you know of a way that you can be of value to them with your expertise, knowledge, or service, then ask if they'd like to hear about it. Heck, probably during that onboarding and bringing on their knowledge to your platform, the topic will probably come up without you even having to mention it. Here's the key of how this is a win-win to me. If you bring them onto your stage, be it a podcast, a Facebook Live, or maybe even it's an actual stage or, or whatever it may be, they will, or they should, they will bring their A game in order to impress your audience with their knowledge, their expertise, and their content. There's a win. Now, if you have let them bring their value to their audience through their um, their appearance. Well, that builds you up to your audience. There's another win. Now, finally, if you're able to help them with what it is they do, maybe it's delivering their content better, getting it out there to an audience faster, cheaper, or more effectively, then you let them know and win that they learn that they're, hey, there's a better, faster, cheaper way to do that. Even if they do not hire you, at least now maybe they know that that opportunity is out there and they can become an evangelist for you and your services. Or here's the best case scenario. They'll come back to you when they are ready to learn from you. All right. What inspiring ideas, tips, or thoughts resonated with you today? Hmm? Whatever they were, please take some time, like right now maybe, and write them down. I always say write them down because so often we hear a great idea, a great concept, or a great tip or, uh, tip or suggestion, and we forget about it. Maybe we're driving down the road and you know we don't think, oh my God, I, I got to remember that. You don't. At least I don't. You end up forgetting about it. It's like, what was that amazing t idea? And you have to go back and re-listen to the whole thing, which, hey, I don't mind if you want to go back and re-listen to the whole episode, but take the time and write it down as soon as you can. Then get out there, run your race, get your results, and come back to me and let me hear about them. That's right. Email me at Tracy at Dark Horse Schooling. Share the tip or idea that you came away with, how you put it into action, and what results you got. Then we'll bring you on and let you share your story, your success story, with my audience. Win-win. Eh? Eh? How about that? Now, in next week's interview episode guest, we're going to be talking to Steve Rubin. Steve Rubin is the historian behind the first comprehensive Bond movie history. Yeah, James Bond. Man big business there, right? Now, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and awesome stories from the guests I'm lucky enough to bring on. So please remember, go on down there, hit that subscribe button. While you're there, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. Yeah, why not? You know, it's awesome, right? Write us a quick review. Uh, leave some kind words in the comments. Ask a question. I read every single one of the comments. And of course, do not keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself. Share this podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. And you know this.
Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. 